0: to another of my podcast episodes. You are now tuned in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. I am my Frida, your host, here to bring you the most of what did God say ministry. Oh, in the midnight hour, you know, sometime... We may toss and turn because our bodies may be wrecked with pain sometimes we may toss and turn because things that we carry throughout the day may have not settled well in our thought process and then sometimes we take our burdens instead of to god we take them with us to bed And then we find ourselves awakened in the midnight hour. You know, in the midnight hour, sometimes we can be awakened because God may want us to intercede on behalf of somebody who we may know. And sometimes we may intercede on behalf of someone we may not know. But we just know that there's always somebody standing in the need of prayer. How many of you know there is always somebody standing in the need of prayer? For those of you who may be awakened around this time of the night, you know, I always seem to encourage myself, uh, If I'm awakened and I'm not praying, but I'm awakened because I have some things that's on my mind. You know, I I always like to examine my ways. You know, so when I spend time critiquing myself and examining my ways, you know, I'm always reminded of the scriptures that God has allowed me to hide in my heart. That I may not sin against him. See, it's not about man and it's not against man. Although there are scriptures that say we are our brother's keepers. We we should practice being good Samaritans. But at the end of the day, in the book of Romans, I believe in the 8th chapter, it says that we will give an account for our own self everything we've done in a day. We will give an account for the way that we thought, for the way that we talk, for the way that we act, for the things that we do. Oh my God. So in this midnight hour, and it's raining and the rain sounds so good, I want to appeal to somebody's spirit some information. How many of you know that if you are... A person that imparts the word of God into someone that will assist, listen to the words, assist them into being converted. Oh my God. The Bible says that you shall receive a blessing. That's in James chapter 5 and verse 20. So I want to appeal to someone right about now, you know, who desires a word from God to help encourage you if you need to be motivated. You know, a lot of times I find myself like David, you know, I have to encourage myself. I have to encourage myself. How many of you know that sometimes you can be have people all around you? But before they give you a word of encouragement, they won't say anything. And I find that so ironic. You know, last year I was on a journey. And God had me to dwell in other people's homes. And while I was there, you know, felt compelled to just offer encouragement. You know, one person was expecting and the other couple, you know, they had a small child. And if I could say anything in their day, because they opened doors for me. And so as a gratitude and appreciation, you know, I would use words to encourage them in their day or i would be that listening ear you know everything that people do is not always about money it's not always about what they spend as much as it is how it's spent oh i hope somebody got that you know we can purchase a lot of things in quantity and we'll repeatedly purchase them in quantity if what we're purchasing carries no quality. Oh my God. Lord, I thank you. Quality time is so like buying a quality product. You know, being in the midst of someone and spending time with someone does not mean it's quality time. See, quality time helps people develop learning one another it gives people a peace and a and a harmonious connection because when you spending quality time talking with someone and hearing what is being said and using your manners you know it helps build the self esteem so that's my message tonight i'm not in the am gonna be too lengthy I'm not really running any scriptures unless the Lord, you know, I do freestyle. Give me something. But I actually want to speak to someone about healthy self-esteem. Because oftentimes if we don't find a way to encourage ourselves, then I tell you what can happen. The enemy will make you sit in the midst of what you may think is confusion. And although confusion may appear, see, you don't have to have an unhealthy self-esteem to embrace that. Let me just give you seven pointers on ways to have healthy self-esteem. And you can take each one of these seven healthy self-esteems and apply them and review them for each day of the week. When you practice them, they're, they're like affirmations. And these affirmations, you know, it's good when you get, when you understand affirmations, affirmations and proverbs. are like things that you repeat so that they can register and resonate in your spirit in such a way it continues to edify and encourage you so i'm it's as a suggestion you know these seven healthy self-esteems if it's one for each day of the week try to practice giving these affirmations to yourself at least three times a day. You know, I make a habit of setting aside a time of prayer for certain in the morning. And I'm also connected with a prayer line. A lot of times I may pray before I connect with the prayer line or after I exit the prayer line. But it's important to seek God early. It's important to pray At least three times a day. Morning, noon, and night. Amen? Amen. Okay, the first affirmation that I repeat to myself, I say to encourage myself, I am independent and secure in my feelings. That's a good affirmation. I am independent and secure in my feelings. I don't compare myself to others. I set my own standards by the word of God. Oh, I hope somebody got that. I set my standards by the word of God. See, we all have somebody to teach us. And at times we are all students. But when we allow the word of God to teach us, For certain, you can't go wrong. I accept myself as I am right now. And I keep upgrading my standards. I engage in lifelong self-development exercises. Sometimes it's physical. Most times it's mental. And I tell you why. Because the mind... Is the, is the center point of all that process and resonates in our spirit. See, the mind speaks to the heart, and the heart speaks to the mind. You know, I talk about the anatomy of the body in my book, and ye shall know them by their fruits. It's on Amazon, and it's titled, Ladies, What Did God Say? What are you? See, what we are is determined by how we use our mind, our eyes, our ears, our mouth, our heart. And it doesn't matter how much we dress up, how much we fix up, how much knowledge we carry, how much money in our bank account. What you are will always be determined by your fruits and your fruits are evidence by how you look at things how you hear especially what the spirit is saying how you speak how you think and how you feel and how you smell Even the aroma I talk about in that book, what you bring in a room. What aroma do you bring in a room? That's in my book. Do you bring a sweet smelling aroma or when you enter the room, is it always like somebody need to frown because you carry a stench? See, you don't have to work out. And get sweaty to stink. Sometimes people's personality and attitudes are just right stinking. Oh my God. Number one. Let me just repeat it again. Affirm this to yourself. I am independent and secure in my feelings. Number two. My life is positive and fulfilling. Oh, I thank God. You know, it's nothing more exciting to me each day is when I see a new day. And every morning, I get excited when a new day peeks through the window and I see the light of the day. And I affirm to myself, my life is positive and fulfilling. Take pride in your bag of life as you travel. And your bag, B-A-G, are acronyms to Blessings, Accomplishments, and Goals. Oh God, I thank you. Take pride in your travel bag of blessings, accomplishments, and goals. Who and what you are thankful for is your blessings. What you have done that you're proud of Is your accomplishments and your dreams and ambitions that's your goal can we just take number two and affirm that on the second day my life is positive and fulfilling number three I treat myself like my best friend you know I I had someone to ask me not long ago um, to develop a friendship relationship with them you know we were engaged in a conversation where they talked about love and being in love but having a person as a friend now the bible says and i'm going to quote this scripture you can google the location of it that's an assignment in order to be a friend the bible said wait let me quote it correctly in order to have a friend it say you first must prove yourself to be friendly oh my god if you have a relationship with someone and you want to be their friend see to me when i when i have my relationships with my friends i'm talking about my friends i can speak freely i can say what i choose and because my friends know and understand me enough to know that whatever comes out my mouth, it means well. And what I mean by it means well is because it is to bless or edify you. And sometimes even when you have to rebuke somebody or reproof, which the Bible says that we should use our mouth for rebuke, reproof, and edification. And you think a person should always edify you. And build you up. When you have not shown yourself to be a friend. Then whatever people see you do. When you want to develop a friendship. Sometimes they have to reproof you. That means correction. Oh my God. Treat yourself like your best friend. That means you need to even correct yourself. That goes back to what I initially said. I put myself on the chopping block. And I asked God, okay, did I walk in my fruit? See, because one thing I know, you have to be careful when when you always claiming everybody to be your friend. Because one thing I came to learn through my bag, my travel bag of life, through my blessings, my accomplishments, and my goals. That everyone can bring joy to your life. But some people bring it when they come and some people bring it when they leave. Oh, my God. I hope you got that. (laughs) Some people bring joy to your life when they exit. Oh, my God. Number three. Did I give you number three already? No, number three. Number three, I treat myself as my best friend. Oh, yes, I did. Okay. That's number three. When you treat yourself as your best friend, you will dress and look your best at all times. Personal grooming and appearance indicate to others how you feel about yourself. You know, that's amazing. I I, I saw a young lady today. I was sitting on the porch of the corridor in my community where I live. And it was early in the morning and I still had my hair rollers and I had my little sleeping cap on and I just walked around the corner from my back porch, but it's a sitting area. And as I was sitting there, this young lady and I I know was her husband because I've met them, I've hung out with them, I've been to Thanksgiving dinner, to Christmas parties, and I actually dated a relative, very close relative of hers. So we engaged in several functions where we was always centered together. So when she got out of the car and as she walked toward the doors where I was sitting, and I looked at her, and I said, "Don't I know you?" She said, "I uh, I don't know, I don't know, ma'am." I said, uh, "Are you related to Cheryl?" And uh, then I called Cheryl's brother' name, and she said, "Yes." <laughs> and she looked. She said, "I know you look familiar." And I said, "I'm Alfreda," and she said, "Oh my goodness." She said, "I would. I, I thought you looked familiar, but I wasn't certain." She said, "If that was you, because you always have your hair, you know, fixed, and you know your makeup." And I said, "I know." I said, "But you know, I live here, so I was just sitting on the porch uh, of the corridor." She said, "Oh, okay." And so, but when she said that, it amazed me how she didn't even recognize me because I didn't dress and look as she knows me to be at my best. So, I treat myself like my best friend. I dress and try to look my best at all times when I'm out in the public. And sometimes I sit around the house and fix up. But personal grooming and appearance indicates to others how you feel about yourself. You know, my grandmother used to say, don't leave home looking any kind of way. Number five, for the fifth day, I am a worthwhile human being. I am a worthwhile human being. You know, it's nothing more important to understand about yourself. Is that you are worthwhile. We are all worthy enough for God's grace and mercy. And his grace becomes sufficient for us. And his mercy endureth forever. So that means that we are worthwhile. He forgives us of our sins and our wrongdoings, our trespasses, our transgressions, our iniquity. Because I will share another scripture with you. The Bible says that we are only required to hear the word of God one time. Isn't that amazing? He said the day you hear my voice. Well, let me say his voice. He said hearten not your heart. So from the time you understand and recognize the voice of God, your heart should never be heartened again to not do what God instructs us to do through the Bible. Amen. But how many times do we fall short of his glory? And he yet still blesses us. He still forgives us. He still shows us loving, kindness, mentalness, gentleness, meekness. So that means we are worthy. We are worthwhile human beings. Respond when you quote this on the fifth day three times. Respond with a simple thank you. When anyone pays you an accomplishment, try to practice it every day. But at least on the day that you make affirmation of this statement, be mindful throughout that day and say thank you when anyone pays you a compliment for any reason accepting a compliment graciously is a mark of self-esteem when you step over someone say excuse me when you enter a room and someone is engaging something or you are engaging something don't be so quick to take control of the room without first consulting with that person you know being able to show another human being they are worthwhile is also a mark of your own self-esteem. Where you're not selfish, but it's self-esteem. To say, uh, are you watching this on the TV before you change the channel? Or, excuse me, uh, am I? do I need to turn the TV down while you're talking on the phone? You know, just use your manners, as I, I say my grandbaby say to me, even, she said her mom asked her to do something, and she sat there, and she was not obeying her mother. And she, her mother said, didn't I tell you to pick that up? Now, she was three. She said, don't you hear me? And the three-year-old said, Will you always tell me to use my manners when I ask for something to say please and thank you? So she said, I was just waiting for you to use your manners. (laughs) So manners are important. If we teach manners, we should utilize them ourselves. Amen? Sometimes it's just simple to just ask a simple question of manners and say, Excuse me. But are you watching this? Or excuse me, uh, may I have that? Or excuse me, were you using this? It's just simple manners. It indicates your level of your own self-esteem. I think when people not good at using manners, it's because their self-esteem is low. So they mad with their self. So because they don't like who they are, then they don't be polite and kind to other people. You know, it's a lot of people, I wonder if their parents taught them manners. But it's never too late to learn, especially, let me say this, especially if you have accepted your position as a child of a Most High King, if you believe that you are a son of God, a daughter of God, manners is very important to use because being polite and courteous is a part of God's spirit. Amen. Number six, on the sixth day, affirm three times, I am capable and confident. Look people in the eye. You know, that's something they taught us even in middle school, eye contact. When a person is talking to you, don't Turn away. That's rude. Don't look at other things in the room. That's rude. Give a person eye contact. What eye contact says is this. You have my attention. And whatever had my attention, you are more important for me to give my attention to you. And these are great rules of affirmation to do if you're having troubles in your relationship with man and woman. You know, it's good to know how to exercise being confident in yourself. Is saying, I can hold a conversation with this person and smile and look them in the face while I talk to them. Amen. Look people in the eye. Direct eye contact when speaking or listening is one of the most important nonverbal indicators of self confidence. And I say nobody on two feet intimidates me. And I've never been a child that was afraid to talk to people. So I do give people eye contact because I think that my confidence is. I'm not intimidated by that person. I'm not fearful of that person. I have enough self-confidence that I can look at this person and listen to them as they speak to me. And I can hear them. And you know it's amazing and it's a very sad thing. I've seen people that can stare me down when I'm not talking and I'm not looking at them. But when I'm talking, they won't even look at me. You ever been around people like that? They'll watch you and look at you when you're not talking and you're not looking at them. But when you talk to them or speak to them, they look at something else or they don't give you eye contact. That's why I say I study people. It's a non-verbal. Listen to this. This is what is important. When speaking or listening is one of the most important nonverbal indicators of self-confidence. A lot of times, you don't have to ask people questions. People can show you who they are, and I'm gonna quote something from Iyala Van Zandt. She said, "People will show you who they are sometime just by observing. Sometimes you don't need to ask questions." You just observe people. Watch what they do. Watch how they do it. Watch their manners. Oh, my God. Watch how when you speak, how they reply, how they respond without saying anything. It can tell you a lot about that person. Watch for eye contact. Watch when people, how they give you their undivided attention or if they split listening to you. And they'll tell you, I hear you. But they may be listening to music, watching TV, or talking to somebody else while you on the phone with them. Or reading their text messages, or playing a game on their phone. But they'll say, I hear you. No, you don't hear me. You're listening, but you don't hear me. And that's why I talked about on my podcast. It's the difference between listening and hearing. Because when you hear, see, that's why sometimes I can ask somebody when they say, well, I hear you. Okay, I said, well, what I just said. (laughs) Try asking people that question when they say, and you know they're not paying attention. And then you say, so, okay, you just going to ignore me? No, I'm listening. I heard you. Okay, well, what did I just say? They'll tell you something you said two sentences ago when they probably did hear you before they got distracted and just started listening. Oh, my God. Number seven. On the seventh day, I enjoy smiling. And my seventh day is my Sabbath. You know, you can start these affirmations any day of the week. But, you know, I like to kickstart things when it deals with the number seven, either to begin on a Sunday or begin on a Monday where my seventh is a Sunday. That's just my little way of just keeping in touch and in tune in a, in a, in a synchronized order. You know, I'm a chronological person. So I do things in a sequence. Oh, I tell you, I just thank God for being God in my life. Number seven, I enjoy smiling. And I smile frequently. And I do. I, I, I really, I do. You know, it's amazing. Um, I went to this thing. It's called uh, Smile. And what they do, they check your teeth. And they, they, they give you aligners, invisible aligners for your teeth. And so I went to a free consultation about a month ago. And so, when you go into the consultation, the lady asked me, she said, "Why do you want because I have two overbites, one at the top and one at the bottom?" And I said, "You know, I've always wanted to get that flaw that that crooked straight. I want everything that's crooked straight in my life down to my teeth." And so I start laughing, right?" So she said, well, tell me, what are one of the most important reasons you would like to uh, get these aligners? I said, because I smile a lot. I smile a lot. And I enjoy smiling. And it's amazing because the name of the program, that, that well, the name of the uh, thing is, uh, is Smile. And so I guess she thought, I said, I'm not saying this because that's the name of y'all company. <laughs> I said, but I actually like to smile. And anybody that knows me knows that. So I enjoy smiling and I smile frequently. That's number seven. See, smiling is a self confident, And it helps build your self-esteem. Smile. And I said this one day. We was on the prayer line some years ago. And we talked about. What can you do like, to indicate what is universal that you can do? Um, I forget how Apostle asked the question, but my re- answer was smile. I said because a smile is a nonverbal expression in every language, in every language, every culture, and in every universal code. It kind of like means I'm okay and you're okay, and a smile just say things are good. You know, sometimes people will smile and nod their head. They may not know how to speak your language, but they'll just know you. It's like an acceptance. A smile is like an acceptance. Now that doesn't mean you go around smiling to the wrong person that gets the wrong idea. But I'm talking about if it's somebody you wave to, to greet greet people with a smile. I guess that's what I'm saying. Now some people you may pass you don't want to greet them. But if you're going to choose to greet somebody, why greet somebody and say hello? Hey. Like hey. cuz your face is is firm and tight. Like you just sucked the lemon. If it, if going to crack the smile then why speak? But if you're going to tell somebody hi, You know, it's just like taking a picture. You know, when they say, say cheese. You know, that puts a smile on your face. So enjoy smiling. Enjoy smiling. Especially when you're greeting people. When somebody say, good morning. That's a greeting. And it should come with a smile on your face. Although sometimes people may say to you, good morning. Like, is nothing good about the morning? You you need time to wake up? Or as the old people used to say in the old school day, did you get up on the wrong side of the bed? Or do you need to lay back down a minute, cross over and come out on the right side? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. It should be with, you. you should show your teeth. If you say good morning and somebody can't see your teeth, that means you ain't sharing a smile. But anyway, those are the seven things I practice to be in the course of building my healthy self-esteem. Now, I want to say in conclusion that these seven healthy self-esteem actually came from some training cards I don't know if it was on one of my jobs or somewhere. I I don't have a name of an author. And maybe they didn't even want to take credit. You know, sometimes people will help build another person and they're not looking for any credit. Because I've searched the cards to see if I have an author, and I know I got them some years, and I mean many, 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 many years ago. So I thought tonight, because I had ran across them and pulled them out, that they would be good as an exercise to encourage someone else to how-to incorporate a healthy self-esteem, especially if you awake this time of the AM. And if you happen to catch this podcast upon the daybreak, hopefully you will let these seven healthy self-esteem from those training cards resonate in your spirit in such a way that it will make a transitional form in your life for all that is good. May the blessings from the Lord flow, flow, flow down from heaven. Meet all of your needs, some of your good wants, and even the things that your heart desires as you delight yourself in the Lord. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper you have tuned in to Frida as your host on WDGS333 on my podcast station and I want to say how much I appreciate your support because this podcast would not be effective if it did not receive the support from the listeners my purpose of being on this podcast is for you, you and you. You have a beautiful, blessed, thankful Thursday. No, tomorrow. I'm sorry. Terrific Tuesday. I've got ahead of myself. My health and self-esteem is so excited. But let me. It's terrific Tuesday. Yes, yesterday was a marvelous Monday. Today is a terrific thankful Tuesday. Okay. All right. And until the next podcast, I love you all and peace out and God bless. God bless.